the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, since she's going to sound like this all the show, I guess I need hey. to do something to, to, to sound like her. Hey, that's mean. <laughs> I'm a little snuffle up against today, but it's fine. Aww. Listen, the flu... It stinks. You don't have the flu. I don't know. I think I had oh, it. Oh, my goodness. I think I had something like it. I'm in the end stages of it now. <laughs> Listen, I've been to a lot of people with the flu. So Haven't we all? <sighs> well. I don't know where yours came from. Where did mine come from? A little adventure we had this week where you sat out in 50-degree Morning temps for an hour and a half in that little light coat. Maybe. I don't know, because then some people at the firehouse got sick, too. Ah, uh, okay. It's just kind of being passed you around. An, I was giving you an out. Blame out. it on me. Oh, blame it on you. Yeah, yeah. He didn't well, get that. most things I would like to blame on you, but I, know you I, would. I won't blame that one on you. Well, good afternoon. Welcome into the show. You're listening to Woods and Water, South Carolina. I am your host. Do we need to do this every time? We don't need to do it every time, right? Do y'all know who we are? Do do, do, do I know who you are? Yeah, you should know know who I am. Do you know who I am? I don't know. I don't know. You you don't remember my birthday most times. No, I don't. You don't remember how old I am either. Please. You're 18. Uh, anyway, welcome into the show. My name is Roger Mess. I'm Roger Mess. Jeez, yeah, that's, that's about right. We'll just let that go. Uh, and, and my co-host is my daughter, Taylor. Mess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, kind of bummed because we, we were supposed to be out at the um, Everything Outdoor Fest this weekend. And... Uh, a little siren got in the way. A little siren. I'm yep. on shift a lot of days. This weekend, this weekend. to make up for some missed ones on scheduling. Yeah. And also, yeah, kind of bummed we're not out there to enjoy everything that's going on out there. I hope you all hope you have a good time. Shoot us a message. Let us know how it went. Go to the Facebook page. Post a, post a comment on how you think it went. We're going to do a little rundown of... So what we were going yeah, we well, to talk about? Yeah, what were we going to talk about later on the yeah. show? Because it's just me and Dad today, so yeah, we've got, I, we've got a lot to fill in for y'all today. Had a uh, yep, got yep, yep, got yep, yep, yep. got a lot of things, a lot of things to talk about. Had to rearrange some things. Uh, Do you release this like with your thumb or with your pointy finger? Pointy finger. Yes, pointy finger. I'm messing around with Dad's release right now. Daydreaming of actually bow hunting. Once in my life, but you know, I had a, I would have shot that six point with a bow. <laughs> had a close encounter with a six pointer. I tell you what, folks, there is no substitute. I know it's, it's a pain, um, 
to do it all the time. I don't all the time, but I do 90% of the time. Where are you going with this? Having a daughter is a pain? No, no. I, I take a shower for every ah. for every hunt. Yes. Uh, with my limit shield stuff. It, it does make a difference. I had a, um, the wind was drunk this week. I mean, like, literally. I think it's that way all the time anymore. Um, but, uh, it was, it was shifting all around the, the compass. It was supposed to be a northeast wind and it, I think it blew every direction but northeast. And I had four, four does come in kind of from our right hand side, which would have been to my northwest and went, and, and the, at that point the wind was blowing out of the north and then it switched over to the east and they kind of went straight downwind of me on the east wind. And I thought they kept on going, but evidently they, they were down there on a, on an oak tree I couldn't see. And, um, about 15 minutes later, I had a, a fairly good six point. Like I said, it was not, it was not the kind of deer I wanted to shoot at 15 yards with a 35 <laughs> wheeling. Uh, I shoot 200 grains out of the 35 wheeling and I was not out for small deer based on, you know, some of the deer I have seen this year. So, um, but I was in kind of a, a tight area, I guess. And so I, um, took it with me, but it was, uh, yeah, it was fun. He was really close. He kind of slipped in on me. Man, I mean, it was, it was, it was close. And then walked within about 12 yards, <laughs> almost under the stand. Walked right across where I'd walked into my stand. Uh, and then just kept on going. Had no clue. Had no clue I was anywhere around. Just kind of grabbed a few acorns as they presented themselves and, you know, kept on rolling. <laughs> and, but boy, I tell you, as soon as he hit the, where those does had come across the trail, he was after them. <laughs> That time of year. He was after him, so it was a fun time in the stand. It's been a fun time this week in the woods, really. We, we've got a we got a story to tell we y'all. Do. Oh my goodness, we got a story to tell you. Uh, that we're definitely not going to fit into two minutes. No, no, huh? But uh, yeah, it was it was a special a special couple of hours. Yep. I I, I would say. That. Would you agree with that? I would. And uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll tell you. We we have a story, and it's it goes back to the thing of don't don't try to make everything. What am I trying to say here, Taylor? I don't Perfect. know. Uh, yes. Just roll with whatever you get. Just roll with whatever you get. It's uh because you never know. Yeah, this this this. Little story we're gonna tell you it takes us back a long time. Like eight years. Eight or nine years. I was thinking more like nine years. I was trying to find a picture. I can't I can't find well, that, that was picture. a long time ago there. I think you were nine. You might have been eight. Eight, something like that. Well like I said, I, I cannot I can't find it, so I'm just gonna have to go with what I think. It was, and and let it go. I know I tagged you in Facebook pictures and all that stuff, but I can't find it. 
Uh, but just go with it. Don't don't try to make everything perfect because it, it you will not make it perfect. Uh-uh. And some of the best times never started out perfect, did not stay perfect, and did not end perfect like today. Mm-hmm. Or the other day, I'm sorry, not today. But yeah, so just just get out there. Get out there, make those make those memories when you can, uh, because you just never, ever, ever know when they come back around. Mm-hmm. Which is the cool thing about life. Life is circular. Yep. <laughs> like a bit penny sometimes, it just keeps coming around and coming around and coming around. And if you're if you're not out there making those memories whenever and at however you can, then you're Missing out. Yep. You really are. So, but yeah, we got we have quite a story, quite a funny story, quite a your <laughs> uh, seat tension story. I was and on the edge of my seat the whole time. I was too. I was too. <laughs> but uh, we do have a calendar, and we're gonna we're gonna go over a little bit of what we would have done seminar wise out at the uh, Everything Outdoor Champ Fest. That is going on this weekend in Simpsonville at Historic Hopkins Farms. Hopefully they've got lots of vendors and lots of people that will go out and uh, and take part in it. Wish we were there. We're going to look forward to being there and a part of it next year. Yep. With that, you know, hey, it is Saturday. It's my show, and I can't remember what song it is. But this is a good one to go out in the first segment. So y'all just listen to the music. We'll be back on the other side. When you were eight or nine years old, we just throw it back all the way back. This, this is this is the music I could play for Taylor when she was a little baby that would settle her down like nothing else. I mean, Robitussin and Benadryl and all those childhood drugs we gave y'all settle you down. <laughs> Do anything like the Blues Brothers did for you. Anyway. Um, we do have a, a calendar of events. We're going to get that out of the way because you don't know exactly how it's, the rest of this thing's going to play out. Um, <laughs> but as always, it's brought to you by Capital City. Like my country. Had a great time down there at the Black Bass World Championships. Yeah, they go back and look at some of the pictures. I'll, I'll, I've got pictures. So, folks, I'm so far behind. I have pictures from Malax I haven't put up yet. Black Bass Championships. I'm just I'm all right now, just behind. I'm gonna um, catch up over the holidays, then I'll I'll stay at I'll stay even for a month or two, and then I will get behind again. So <laughs> don't hold out much hope. Um, there's the the first annual Baker Classic, and this is kind of weird because I'm I'm getting it from a couple different 
places is November the 10th through the 12th in Charleston. Um, they're having a boogie for Baker, proceeds donated to families in need in immunologic disease research at MUSC. It all kicks off Thursday, 11-10 at Cooper River Brewing from 5 to 9. Captain's meeting, live music raffles and good vibes. I know Paul Puckett's going to be there. They have a website. Well, they don't have a website. They have an auction up at 32 auctions under first annual Baker Classic. And uh, they got trips and prints and stuff like that. And it's a, it's a redfish tournament down in Charleston. So find it. They got a Facebook page. You can read a lot more about it there. And I find it because usually these events are pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. Uh-uh, none of that. None <laughs> of that. That is not allowed. <laughs> um, Artemis, South Carolina is putting on a deer camp. Um, technically, registration said it, it will be held on November 4th. Which was yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. Okay. But maybe if you're lucky, you can get in there and see if they have more open spots. Yep. Um, but it's an evening and morning hunt, November 19th through the 20th. Um, they have overnight accommodations. Uh, if you go to the website or Facebook page, there's a link for it where you're gonna, you can find the cost, um, things to bring and what to expect. But I highly recommend going to this. It's, it's an all women's thing. We have this place called the Tom Yawkey Wildlife Center. And I've had it, but they don't, they don't just put their, calendar events out one at a time. They put it out like in batches. So I put it out in batches and I miss getting it out and all that. So I finally got it out. So there's a couple of things in November going on down at the, the Yonke Wildlife Center. You got a Cat Island Forest Walk. Uh, you're going to walk through the Longleaf Pine and Maritime Forests of Cat Island. Uh, discuss the history of the forest. And, uh, you know, wildlife is always around. You never know what you're going to run into. Activity level trip is strenuous with several miles of walking involved. Participants need to bring a bag, lunch, and a drink. This is Saturday, November the 12th. They're also on Tuesday, November the 15th. They can have a walk through history. This is an off-the-bus opportunity to take a closer look at some of the historic sites of the Tom Yonke Wildlife Center. Sites visited include a former sawmill along Winya Bay and Civil War fortifications. Again, strenuous level of several miles of walking involved. Again, bring a bag, look, and drink. This is approximately a four-hour tour. And then on November the 18th, which is Friday, they have a photo safari. So this is a day of wildlife photography as we take a stroll along the managed wetlands, Longleaf Pine Forest, and the shores of Winya Bay. The activity, again, it, this one is moderate, several miles of walking. Again, bring a bag, lunch, and a drink, limited to 14 people, four hours long. So uh, the Tom Yawkey... And that's Y-A-W-K-E-Y Wildlife Center. A few things for you to do in the month of November. So, hang on. <laughs> DNR is having a deer hunt clinic for adults on November 16th in Richland. And they're all the clinics are going to start at 12 o'clock. I say all of them, there's only one. Um, yes. Clinics are going to start at 12 o'clock. It's limited to eight participants. Um, but it goes over the basics of deer hunting. They have some hands-on things that you can do. And you can go to the DNR website to get more information. That's it for the calendar. That's it for the calendar. Let's ah. let's let's tell our little adventure this from this week. So we since we did a little tease in the first. We segment. we we think this 
happened to us in 2014 and essentially the same area. Because this one had a better outcome. Because that one had a better outcome than this one did. But it's, it's one of those things where, and we're, we're so blessed. I, I'm up front. I know not a whole lot of people have what we have. Yeah. I, I, I get that. I wish I could share what we have with everybody out there. Uh, when it comes to the place where I grew up and we still have and, you know, I often wonder how many generations of bluegill I have wiped out, wiped out or come close <laughs> to wiping out in the 50 years that I've been fishing in the pond. Uh, you know, deer hunting, I grew up there bird hunting and then the you know, deer came along. So this, this goes back to at least 2014. I'm thinking it goes back even further than that. To like 2012 or 2009, 10, 11, somewhere. They found a picture, but I've cropped the date off of it. Of course you did. Which tells me it's earlier than what I have because the date was in printing. It was from the blue camera. The old oh, flat wow. blue camera. Yes. That's how far back this goes. Because that was my outdoor camera at the time. Yeah, it was. It was waterproof. It printed the date. Yeah, it, it, it was waterproof. We, yep. We'd take it underwater at Marco Island in the pool. Wow. So that wow. that tells you how far back. So yeah. I think it's more like 2008 or nine. Yeah. Maybe 10. But anyway, uh, it was a morning that was kind of rainy. I had a bit of a headache, and I told Taylor, I said, I, we, were, we were going and sitting together, dear honey. I said, I just don't think I can make climbing up in a tree. And so we sat on the porch and... A doe came out in the pasture, and Taylor's like, "Shoot it, Daddy! Shoot it, Daddy!" Keep in mind, this was, I was—I was young. Yeah, you were like eight or nine years old. Uh, I was like, "Don't patient, sweetheart. The rut is on. <laughs> Don't know what's going to happen. The rut is on." And 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 another doe came out. They were both looking back into the woods, and you're like, "Shoot him, Daddy! Shoot him, Daddy! They're going to get away." I'm like, "Patient, Taylor, patient." And that deer right there, Taylor, you you found it on the yep. wall. That it's a it's a nine point. Uh, came out right behind him, and I laid him down. And I said, that's why you're patient this time of the year. You and just that, never know what's good. So fast forward to this past week, Taylor. Well, that was the first hunt that I actually learned we, to recognize body language. Yeah, and patience and where we, yeah. So t- take us forward. We got about four minutes. Oh, gosh. Um, we can well, get this over. It was this week. Yes, this week. Um, I had gone over to Chester after class, and... I made you to choose. Yeah, he made me choose. said, okay, you can either hunt tonight when you get here after class, or you can hunt tomorrow morning. I just am a big... I, I, at that point, the way I was feeling, I was a big night hunt person. I just felt good about going at night. It's, like it's, a rain, it's raining acorns. Yeah. And it was also raining. It also rained on us, So too. I was like, this Not is, like. is going to be good. They'll be moving tonight. So I got there, went to the stand, didn't see anything. So, okay. So fast forward to that morning. Um, I did, get up. Did you get up at 5-something? No, no. I got up at, at, at 6.45. Okay. No, no. I got up at 7 o'clock. Just threw on some clothes. I really wanted to coyote this morning, that morning. Um because I've been hearing them, and, and then all of a sudden I don't hear them anymore, so I kind of wonder where they are. But I really wanted a coyote. And uh, so I got up and just went out and sat on the deck and 
cool, 50 degrees, you know, just nice, nice morning. Clear. And clear, yeah. It was foggy this morning. Was it? It was foggy that morning. And um, just sat there just enjoying the sunrise. I love watching the sun come up. So I hear footsteps behind me at 8 o'clock, and it's Taylor, and she's <laughs> kind of dressed to go to school. And it, I said, I, you were going to sit down in the chair, and I was this heavy, heavy, heavy deep. Yeah. And I said, you're going to need to go get a uh, seat cushion. And I said, then stop and get me a body armor out of the fridge while you're at it. Of course, because body armors are a necessity. Yeah. And so she came back out, and right as she came and turned the corner of the porch, I looked down, and at 510, give her plus a few yards, was a buck, a small four-point. A buck. Yeah, and I said, just stop right there. I said, stop. Started shaking. I was like, you I, started haven't shaking. Seen, I haven't seen a deer yet this season. <laughs> And he was down there, and so I said, all right, come on, sit down. And he was intently looking into yep. a piece of, into a little bit of a cutover. And I was Keep like, in mind, this deer is right, like, behind my stand where yeah. I would have gone to sit. <laughs> you like, can see Taylor, the ladder to Taylor's stand yeah. is in the background. <laughs> I was like, nice, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, so... That's <laughs> like, well, you made the wrong choice last night. <laughs> Obviously. So this this little four point, he's intently looking at something in this cutover, and I, I had my I didn't have my ten by ten by when I had my eight bys, and uh, I started looking, and I I could see a doe running around a little bit, and I was like, it is the rut. I'm sure there's another buck there, and sure enough. I saw him. He was coming at us at 500 yards, and he I was, said, "Dad is Dad is looking at the binoculars, and I'm just up here. I was like, what, huh? And I caught a glimpse of it off, like, the sun was shining on his rack, and I was like, Whoa. oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, that's all I need to see, Taylor. Yeah. All I need to see is right there he is, outside the ears. Uh, Literally, you could tell when his head moved just because of the way you could see, like, you could see the width of the rack, and then you oh, could yeah. see only, like, the side of it. Like, it and was then he crazy. Could, when, of course, when he's looking at it, his ears are out, so oh, you yeah. can tell. And I said, that that's a good one. That's a good one. And I said, but they've got a lot of, there's no way. Taylor's like, okay, Daddy, which way do we go to get them? And <laughs> I was I'm like, like, how do we get down there? <laughs> patience, patience, Padawan. <laughs> it's, uh, you, you got to give them a little bit of time. Because if we went one way, they could have run the other way. If we went one way, they could have gone the other way. And the wind was swirling a little bit. So I tell you what, let's stop it here. We'll get to pick this up on the other side. Y'all, y'all take a seat. I hope you don't mind us sharing this with you, but it's, it's fun. So hang on. We'll be back more with the Water South Coast. All right, so welcome back to the show. We're going to kind of share with you, like I said, it, this 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 originally this almost mimicked something that happened to us yep. about ten years ago, maybe a little further. Uh, so anyway, we, as we started off into the, the last segment, had a little four point, 
you know, the rut is on. And if you're not a deer hunter, not sure what the rut is, it is the fall mating season for whitetails. And it kind of runs, you know, about the middle of October, first of October to the middle of October, the bucks are kind of fighting each other. They've been best friends all summer. <laughs> and like a couple of good teenage boys after football games on Friday night, they, you know, start all pushing and shoving. And, you know, then they, uh, and they start, well, that's my girl, and no, that's not, it's my girl, and they start chasing the girls around a little bit, and it gets them into trouble, like, you know, us. And, but anyway, so the rut's in, and, and a, a doe will stay in heat for a certain number of hours, and she goes out. If she's not bred during that time, she'll come back in 20-something days later. Um, but the majority of whitetails in South Carolina are bred during the mid to latter part of October. And uh, so anyway, this little four points is totally looking. I automatically knew Taylor. I think kind of knew this was something more than just a little buck down at the end of the pasture. Oh yeah, the way he was looking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like he was like, I want to go over there, but I, but I don't. But I don't want to get my butt kicked because <laughs> yeah. there's something bigger down there. So I'm just gonna stand right here and just kind of watch for a few minutes. See if I can sneak in the back door and he was, steal her away. He was a little too calm for her being right there. That was the one thing. He was trying to keep himself calm. Yeah, he was. He was kind of hiding behind that tree we planted, too. <laughs> we planted two persimmon trees, and we got wire cages, and he was behind one of those wire cages. Just he was kind of looking around. <laughs> he kind of shielded himself. But anyway, <laughs> he eventually ran in, and like I said, we saw the doe running, saw the buck. And I was like, they get, they got a long way to go before I, you know, if I, I'm not shooting 520 yards. I'm sorry, I'm not that good. In fact, I've learned this year I'm not very good at 150. Uh, that's another matter altogether. Um, but anyway, as as it happened, they started running that doe, and they ran that doe to probably within 100. And, 30 like, or 140 like 200, yards. 200 at uh, first. At first. At first it was 200. Yeah. And it, this is a cutover, so it's it's shoulder high in places with what is now dead pigweed and something yeah. else. We've got pines planted back again, so in the next few years it's going to be really good. But So this whole area is black with a few patches of brown grass. And maybe four live trees. <laughs> they really stood out in that stuff. Yeah. Every time they had an ear extended, it was just like oh, yeah. bright white. Because by this time, <laughs> the sun was up, and they were looking into the sun. Every time they looked up, they were in the sun. Why is it that Tweety Birds, even during dust <laughs> season? Like, I mean, I mean, that's carried over into deer season now. They annoy the heck out Tweety of Birds them. are everywhere. So every time, every time, time they flashed, blew, you're like, you're like oh. <laughs> oh. Nope, false alarm. <laughs> because there were times you couldn't see them. Yeah. And just but the anger you're looking at, you're looking through it, not into it so much. And he was basically, we lost her. Immediately. Yeah, she yeah. was gone. But we kept up, I kept up with the little buck and the big buck, and Daddy kind of kept his focus on the big buck. Yeah. But I lost um, the little guy after a while. He kind of dropped back. But what, <laughs> what struck me is it took them probably 10 minutes to get, to within 150 yards of where we were. And for at least a half an hour, that buck never took a step, folks. I kid you not, because this started at 8.15. And we were were looking to make sure I had missed around 9.45. Freaking crazy. So for at least a half an hour, this buck never moved. Except his head. 
he would lift it up. We thought he lost the dough. Evidently, the dough was with him the whole time. Yeah. She was just short enough, you just couldn't see her. And he was only tall enough, at times, all you can see were his antlers. Antlers, yep. And luckily, they were kind of this brownish, reddish, and glinted with the sunlight. Or else, you would have lost him, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he, he stayed, he liked to stay in between these two dead trees. Like, yeah. Was like little, yep. what, what kind of trees were they? Just little sweet gums. Short little oaks. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, the chemicals we sprayed killed yeah. everything. Okay, well, he, he was Except for a few. right in between them. Yeah. And he laid down at one point, and I was like, that, oh, he's, gone. he's gone. We <laughs> missed him because I can't find him anymore. And then a few minutes later up there, he was again. But it was amazing. He just, he just stood there. <laughs> I was like, like, dude, go right or left. Do something. (laughs) But he stood there, and we sat there. And Taylor's like looking, and I've got a rifle on a tripod (laughs) rest on one arm and and binoculars in the other other. one. And I'm like, I don't know how long I can do this. It was pretty exciting at first, and then it got to be. It was annoying. Okay. You're just like, can I just scare you so you'll move? Yeah. Can, Can we, like. Can Taylor, can we whistle or bark like a bark dog or something you. and get you to move? Uh, it was just amazing how patient. And like I said, once a doe is in heat, a buck will stay with her until they breed. Yep. And he was not going. I knew, So I knew she was right there. I thought a couple of times he'd lost her. I think what it was was the little other buck was circling downwind uh-huh. trying to keep Contact on and, where they yeah, were. where they were, yep. and that's why he kept every once in a while he'd whip his head around and look. Yep. Because I think the little buck was making noise and all that dead stuff, and he was just trying to keep track of where this little teenager Cheap was. Little guy. And you know, <laughs> buddy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you out of here in a minute if you get too close. So eventually, he started moving around a little bit. Uh I got one open shot where I could see a shoulder. And he was moving, and I mean, it was a snapshot. Like I said, I had, I had, and my right arm was a gun, and my left hand was a, my binoculars. And when I saw it, I saw the gap in the in the brush. Put the binoculars down, got the gun around, flipped safety off, pulled pull trigger. trigger. Um, don't know whether I, I didn't hit anything. We didn't see any blood. No, we went down and looked for probably twenty thirty minutes. We ran a couple of the deer out and followed. I- Trail them I, off. I, I think, I mean, we, because after Dad pulled a trigger, we watched them a little bit. And oh, yeah, for another 15, 20 minutes. They caught, they either caught our scent nah, or they nah. caught, they. There were other deer, deer in, there. in there. And, they and got I think spooked. that's that's because yeah. both of them at both the same took instant, off. tails went up, and, they ran out of the cutover, and, I, and. And you know where they went? Right past my stand. <laughs> Again, right. Pa- I'm pretty you sure they went the down like, beside my stand. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me right now? You didn't, they, didn't, uh, they probably didn't stop. They probably ran straight not. on past your stand and on. They were hiking another. But we went down there. Um, well, just wait a minute. Just wait. Because it, it, it gets better. Well, I was he's he's oh. he starts going. And this is this is what confounds me. They were getting close to being in the open. Yeah, they were. They were like coming right into it the would, field. It would have been perfect. Another ten minutes of them taking a few steps every five minutes, 
And they would have been in the open. And dead deer. Yeah, because that's 140, 150 yards. That's a chip shot in my book. Yeah. Um, I was thinking back in the 50-plus years, well, 50 years I've been deer hunting, or since we started seeing deer. I missed the first deer I ever shot at was a doe, and I shot at her with a 410 slug. Oh, my gosh. Which is about like taking a rock and throwing at her. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I, I had to have been eight years old, seven or eight years old. And that scarred you for life, didn't it? I just don't like to miss. I don't either. It's a horrible feeling. So I was thinking, I missed her. I missed a buck due to a sweet gun limb. I was shooting a Ruger mountain rifle and had a short barrel on it and did not see the limb and the scope, but it was evidently about six inches from the rifle barrel because when I pulled the trigger, all I saw were exploding limb debris where I blew the limb up. I killed another sweet gum tree one night with you down in the hunt club in Lawrence. Lawrence, I do remember that one. Yep. I killed a tree shooting at another nice buck down there. That was just one of those things. It just it was so dark, I just couldn't see that yeah. sweet gum tree. Those deer tended to come out right. Yeah, that, like they, were, they very, were really very late, especially right, the yeah. big ones. I have lost two deer in 50 years deer hunting. Two deer that I've, that I've shot and not recovered. Huh. And then... I've missed three times already at one big deer this year, and now a fourth time at this one. But what a cool morning. Well, I can honestly say. Taylor almost got run over by a deer this I, I morning. I did. I have <laughs> never, ever been scared of a deer before. The little um, four point. We went down. <laughs> Daddy was in the thick stuff, and I was I was walking the outside perimeter by the uh road to see where I, if I could see the tracks where they came out, and I ended up finding it, but Daddy spooked up the four-point, and he came out of the clear cut towards <laughs> me and stopped maybe within, like, two arms length of me, looked at me and said, uh-uh, and ran the other way. I heard Taylor go, Daddy! <laughs> I was like, I'm going to die today! <laughs> Just fun stuff. Very fun. Make those memories. Don't, don't, don't wait. Because time passes. And then you can't make more memories based on the first memories. Pretty cool, Martin. Y'all hang on. Back more woods and motorcycle on the other side. So, to kind of wrap up. Our little adventure, the, uh, <laughs> as a deer hunter, one of the, uh, saddest sights in this entire world is that white flag waving at you as they say goodbye. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, back and forth, just kind of <laughs> bouncing back and forth. They were moving pretty fast, but, you know, it was, it was like, better luck next time. I don't. I, I hold out no hope for the rest of this year. I do. Ah, uh, you can. I, 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 I go deer hunting to enjoy being outdoors. You've proved everything you need to prove. I, now. I, I say that. I mean, I, I've got one that just missed the state record book. That it would, it kind of would be nice 
to put one in the state record book. But I don't, I don't have to. It doesn't, it's not something that I feel like I've got to do. It just, it's just one of the, if it happens, it happens. I'm not worried about it. Uh, I enjoy shooting one a year, which is about what I shoot now. You used to shoot a few more, but then you came along and you like to shoot and, and it, it's your turn. And, um, I, I go to enjoy being outdoors. I go to be surprised. I don't run trail cameras. Um, and I just enjoy being out there. And if I see something, and when I say something, it's a deer. We we often talk about people coming back in. I didn't see anything. And they're all bummed and all. I understand what they're talking about. But it's not. There's so much to see in the outdoors. And it doesn't matter whether you're deer hunting or, or walking a trail somewhere or, or, or sitting around at night, I mean, look up the stars, satellites. You'd be amazed how many satellites you can see mm-hmm. early and late, early early evening and, and late night, early morning. How many you can see when the when you get that sun reflection? Mm-hmm. You know, during the rest of the night you can't see it because it's within the the shadow of the Earth. But uh, satellites at night, it's, it's amazing. Um, there's always something to see outside, people. You, but you got to be out there to see it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't see it sitting inside. You don't make those memories sitting inside. And then the worst part about it was I told Taylor this when we got up. I said, uh, during this whole two hours that we spent the other morning, I did not want to reach once for the camera, camera. that was right beside me. <laughs> I did get some good wood duck pictures. The other day? I was down on my hands and knees, belly crawling around the pond to get some really good wood duck pictures. I can't wait to look at them on the computer. Uh, but I spent over two hours just hanging out, watching wood ducks, waiting until they got in front of trees with good color on them and, and getting some really good pictures. I think Hunter Bridges would be proud of me getting down to eye level with my quarry. Um, just wish I had that three or 400 millimeter lens. That's all I like. Well, the other thing is, like, I've, I enjoy, like, on slow, either slow mornings or slow nights when I'm in the stand up, you know, you're not, you're not really feeling the hunt at all, like, you just don't feel like anything's going to come out of it. I enjoy sitting there hanging out with my chipmunk buddies. Yeah, you I, have, you have a regular little I do. fan club down there where you are. Chip, Chip is, is my buddy, you know, we, uh, we've bonded a lot, we, we have, and, um, Chip has a kid now. There's a little baby chipmunk running around with him. All right. So, you know, it, it, you pick out the good things. <laughs> haven't bonded with those squirrels Make yet, have friends. you? I will never bond with squirrels. <laughs> I will never So the best memories we have of hunting out of you that stand together is you getting hit in the head several times with white oak acorns. Not just, not just them falling out the of the tree. They're throwing of them, the them down. Of them. And I'm like, I'm about to take the 708 and shoot at you. <laughs> But I swear they like all congregate around my stand if I can't move, or they're gonna see me. Oh, I remember the first time I was in there, I was like, Taylor, don't move. He's gonna bust you, Taylor. Don't move. Quit moving, Taylor. <laughs> I did in front of you about five feet around. She just. <laughs> What's funny now is she can sit there. She's so still. They can jump same tree. I had one almost like crawl onto my head one time. I remember that part. That was that was funny. That was an interesting hunt. I got so scared. I was like, do not climb on my head. 
Not climb on my head, please. And and that and I'll say that we're not gonna I don't know, we're gonna get to this other stuff. I'll say that that and and look, this is we, we enjoy deer hunting. We love to go deer hunting. We we'll shoot two a year and we'll that's what we'll eat. We rarely shoot more than that. Um just because that's, that's that's what we need. Yeah. No reason to take advantage of a natural resource. We plant for them. We plant for all wildlife. I mean, we, we plant for our quail, rabbits. It's about covering food and whatever uses it, from the cardinals to the blue jays to whatever. It, it doesn't matter to us. It's It's about making sure that natural resource, for me anyway, is around for Taylor. Yeah. And now for Lee, you know, at some point Lee's going to be over there, and um, it's about about making those memories and having those memories to look back on and laugh at, like this morning, because it's <laughs> the first thing the first thing Taylor says. He goes, uh, "This kind of takes me back a few years." Yeah, I do. <laughs> I haven't hunted with you in yeah three or four years yeah. now. You you're on your own. It was fun. It was nice having an extra set of eyes. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it, Daddy? Well, I was. I told Taylor. I said, "I am gonna. I'm gonna look right there. I'm like, hey, my, you watch, you watch everything, else. everything else is yours. <laughs> I got this little six foot area right here that I'm concentrating on. I'm not gonna take my eyes off of it. Um, but yeah, it kind of takes you back to when she we started sitting together when she was just five or six years old, and and uh, and some of the memories and some of the times you remember those, and that's a really cool thing. And moral of the story on my part is whenever you feel like you want to hunt at night, go in the morning. <laughs> you won't regret it. It's not the first time or the last time you made that mistake. <laughs> but it, it, it is a very short-term thing, too. Just You're just so busy right now. And when I said something about going deer hunting, Mom was like, well, she can't go both times now. She needs to get a good night's sleep. So whether she hunts the evening or the morning... <laughs> He's, 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 so, you know, I was under direct orders from above, <laughs> from literally above. above, right upstairs there, <laughs> right upstairs. to uh, to to keep you from hunting both times, <laughs> and, and we ended up hunting both times. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so, it, it just, it worked out. So, um, we were supposed to be at the Everything Outdoor Fest this weekend, uh, just did not work out. Because Taylor's schedule, it's, uh, the ride-alongs, and then she's, she has so many contact hours, so she does 12-hour shifts with Spartanburg EMS. And uh, we were going to give some seminars that hopefully we will be able to give next year. You were going to give one on what, Women in the Outdoors? Yep. Kind of your experiences through the Shimano into the industry, uh, some of the challenges, some of the... I mean, some some of the things that have come along since you got into it is women's clothes. And oh yeah, and I'm hoping to do a show on that soon. Yeah. Um, I just need to get some more thoughts together, and then I'll have y'all a show about that. Because I do feel like that's very important, something that I'm very passionate about, and I figured that out that I was really passionate about talking about it. Um, in the middle of uh, how many boys in the fishing team <laughs> like, at ICAST? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I got a little run out of Taylor's a little, uh, <laughs> she brought the heat down on the boys about the girls. And one of the things I, one of the things I remember somebody saying was she said something about 
Boys, don't get too comfortable because girls fish too. I don't know. Some of these girls in this crowd can outfish you too. Yeah, huh? Yes. Yep. <clears throat> so uh, I will I will hopefully have a show for you at some point. Yeah, I think you and Pam Corbin Holbrook and and um oh the girl from uh, Artemis, Morgan Harrell. Mm-hmm. I think the three of y'all would be a great show. Oh yeah. And it's not it's not it's just it's just there are challenges and I know hunting is predominantly a male driven thing. I see lots and lots of women and it's great. Man, if you if you're a on Facebook, South Carolina Deer Hunters, we have a lot of women hunters now. Mm-hmm. And we love seeing it. Love seeing anybody out hunting. Just make sure you're doing it for the right reasons, you know? Yes. Be respectful of the natural resource. Um you know. That's that's all we ask. And then we were gonna do one on how do we get there? You know, we get we get lots of questions on, you know, well I see this on Facebook or I see this on the cover of a magazine. How do I get there? I've never done that. And there's all sorts of, you know, you got all the National Deer Alliance, National Wild Turkey Federation, you've got other organizations, Camp Woody, um, that offer all these places for you to go to learn how to do this, whether it's deer hunting or dove hunting. There's a, um, there's, there's stuff like this for camping. Um, they have overnight camps with rangers to kind of just help you get into it. There's places you can go to rent the equipment you can you need to do that sort of thing before you go buy it. I mean, when, 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 you're, when your uncle and I were camping out growing up, it was a quilt and a couple of stakes and some rope and a beagle named Butch. Butch. And we slept on the grass. Yeah. You know, it, didn't, it doesn't take much to get involved in the outdoors. What it takes is a commitment yep. to do it. As we say, you know, make time to get out there. If you don't make the time, you'll never do it, and you'll never know, and time passes. And that's the thing about it. You don't do it the first time. It's like... It's like doing it or don't doing it. You don't do it the first time. It's easy to let it go the second time and the third time, and then it's just not even an afterthought after that. On the, on the reverse side, the first time you do it, it's easier to do it the second time because now you've got a little experience under your belt, and it's, wow, this this can work. Yeah. Uh, this is, this can be fun, and, and we can do this as a family, and, and we can, uh, a, new, a new thing I've got, log off, shut down, get outside. You know, but you got to start somewhere. And so, those are a couple of things that we were seminars we were going to give out there this weekend. Um, I hate we're not going to be able to do it, but there will be other opportunities for you to come say hello to us and uh, and and just we're not experts on anything, folks. We just no, we just know people who are and and have some time to try to tell you about it. So. Anyway, that's the show. It wasn't very much as far as guests go, but it was a fun one. I enjoyed it. Yep, I did too. Hope you did too. As always, make time to get out there, folks. Hit the back roads when you can. And uh, don't forget, but don't forget to use the camera. <laughs> we'll see you back here next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina. Right. <laughs> 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.